0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: It's the show that takes your apology and says sorry, not sorry. Folks, welcome back to Forgive or Forget. Here's your host, Matthew Beard.
2: Hello, hello, hello. Hi over there. Oh, love your hat. Thank you so much. Thank you. Today, we're talking about that word, Sorry. We say it a lot, but does someone saying sorry mean you have to forgive them? Why do we forgive some people and not others? We'll be getting into all that and more on today's episode of Short and Curly Presents Forgive or Forget.
0: to Short and Curly. curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Curly, 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 Short and Curly!
2: So, you all know how this show works, right? We are on our 18th season, after all. (laughs) I know, I know. I look just as good as I did in Season 1. Haven't even had any work done. I just aged really well. (laughs) In a moment, we'll bring out some special guests who have some personal experience with forgiveness. We'll hear their stories, talk about some ethics, and then it'll be up to you to decide whether to forgive or forget. But first, it's time for one of our favourite segments, Thinking Time. This is the point when you can pause our show... ..to wrestle with a tricky question. And here it is! Can you think of a time when it has been really hard to forgive somebody after they've done something bad to you?
3: Hit pause now.
1: Our first guest hails from Melbourne, Australia... It's hard to believe she's smart, funny and a great dancer, but somehow she can do it all.
2: We have to stop letting the guests write their own introductions.
1: Please welcome Molly.
4: Hello, thank you so much for having me.
2: Molly, hello, come in, take a seat now. I hear you have a story to share with us.
4: Yes. So I have this friend, Tien. She's been my friend forever and she's really nice and fun, but she's super flaky. So often we agree to go to dinner or the beach or to play handball and then she just bails on me and doesn't turn up. And even worse, she always does it at the last minute. No, I mean, don't boo my friend. I- I've always tried to not let it bother me. Thank you. But then, recently, I bought us tickets to a concert. Our favourite band, Sugar Cube and the Cheeky Biscuits. I got a mug of tea But the taste ain't sweet enough Some sugar and some biscuits Will make a tastier cup The tickets were super expensive front-row seats. The night of the concert, I waited and waited, but Tien never showed up. I know! (coughs) The next day, she called and said she was really sorry her nan was visiting from out of town and they went to dinner. But she'd known about her nan coming for a week. She could have told me. Instead, I was so upset, I couldn't enjoy the concert.
1: CONCERT RUINED
4: Plus, if she told me earlier, I could have sold my ticket and not wasted all that money.
1: Wallet empty.
4: I'm so mad now because it happens so often and I don't know if I can forgive, Tien.
2: Forgiveness to be decided. That's quite the sorry situation you're in. (laughs) But you know who I think will have some dynamite thoughts? The Forgive or Forget Brains Trust. What do you apology experts think about Tien and Molly?
0: If the friend had good reasons for cancelling, then Molly probably could forgive her. But if she just didn't say anything about it, then probably not. It also might depend on how good friends you are or do you trust that person or how much do you value the friendship? So you can kind of weigh that up as well. For example, there are a lot of really bad crimes that can lead someone in jail, and it can be very hard to forgive a lot of those people. But also, forgiving people can also be kind of therapeutic and cathartic. So it depends on what you want to do, really, and depends on what they did.
5: I think you'd probably say, well, you didn't show up for the concert. I paid good money for those tickets. Can you understand why I'm a little bit mad? I reckon she could, could stop doing things like a concert with her but still invited her to things so she doesn't feel left out and doesn't feel like, oh, sort of sad about it but, and I do think she's probably sincerely sorry but she'd need a pretty good reason to do, to be, earn back Molly's trust after that I reckon.
0: If the friend had a good reason and if uh, the friend had also told her before, that might have been okay. but. If there was just, oh, no, I'm not coming, like, right at the moment. It also kind of depends on how you feel about it and then you have to tell them because if you don't explain to them how it, how it makes you feel, then how they can understand that and hopefully better.
6: Well, she doesn't have to stop being friends with them, but like if it keeps happening and then they start being a bit rude about it, then maybe she go try and find other people to like hang out with, like but still be nice to her.
2: And now, what do I think? Oh, thanks for asking Molly.
4: i I didn't.
2: Maybe we could start with this little question. Why do we even bother thinking about forgiveness? Why should we forgive people when they do something wrong?
4: Well, I guess I've never really thought about it. If we don't forgive, all the bad stuff that people do just kind of builds up and makes us angry, right?
2: That's one way of thinking about it. Some people think we forgive as a way of helping ourselves feel better after we've been mistreated. It's a way to let go of all the bad feelings we have towards someone. There's an old saying, holding a grudge is like swallowing poison and waiting for the other person to die. Staying angry can be bad for us, so sometimes we forgive as a way to move on.
4: Right, that makes sense. I mean, I've been angry all week. But shouldn't I be angry After all, Tien completely ditched me. The sugar cubes will never be
2: quite as sweet. That's a great point, Molly. We should be careful about forgiving too quickly. If we do, people might walk all over us knowing that nothing bad will happen. Anger is an important feeling. It can tell us when we've been mistreated. Maybe we should only forgive when people deserve to be forgiven.
4: Yeah, but she definitely doesn't. She hasn't even apologised.
2: OK, but what if she did? Maybe it wouldn't be enough. You might want proof that her behaviour showed that she was sorry. If Tian started showing up on time and not being such a flake.
4: Yeah, I guess then I could forgive her if she also paid me back for the concert tickets.
2: But what about you at home? You've now had a chance to hear Molly's sad tale of woe. So now is your time to decide whether Tian should be forgiven or forgotten. Here's a little jinky tune to help you think.
3: Hit pause now.
2: Welcome back to forgive or forget. It's time for today's second guest.
1: He's literally a genius with an IQ of one billion and he's also really strong and jacked.
2: Again, can we please stop letting the guests write their own introductions?
3: It's (laughs) Carl. Thank you, thank you everyone. Uh, Hello, Uh, hi to my mom and dad especially. Welcome, Carl, come in, come in,
2: welcome. Now, Carl, before we come to your story, we're going to play a quick round of everyone's favourite game.
1: That's right. It's time for our segment. But are you really sorry?
2: Now, remember, loving audience, for a good apology, we need four things. They need to admit what happened, accept responsibility, show regret, and try not to do it again. Now... Molly and Carl, I have some chips on my shoulder. Yum, what (gasps) flavour?
3: I hope it's plain. I love plain foods. No, no, it's an expression.
2: I'm trying to tell you that I'm annoyed with both of you. And in this part of the show, I'm going to express my annoyance to both of you and you'll have a chance to apologise.
4: Oh, what? You're annoyed with us?
2: The
3: producer didn't mention
4: this.
2: That's right, it's an ambush. I'm a savage. So, here's how the game works. I'm gonna tell you what you did to upset me, and then I'll see if your apologies are good enough. Good apologies win forgiveness and applause. Bad apologies win resentment and booze from our loving audience. Okay, you two, get ready. Here we go. Cool, we got this. Game on. Molly and Carl, you bought matching Best Friends Forever jumpers and didn't buy one for me. Hmm. That stung like a wasp bite to my heart.
3: Oh, no, Matt. So we just grabbed them and there wasn't one in your size. It's not our fault they didn't have enough in stock. Hmm. Sounds like someone isn't taking responsibility. No,
4: no, no, we are. Um, Matt, we're so sorry we got them for us and not you. That must have made you feel really left out.
2: Mm, Acknowledging what happened. Very good. Plus, feeling excluded is awful.
3: Yeah, if buying those jumpers made you feel left out, I wish we hadn't bought them. Mm, Sounds like a lot of regret. This is building to a killer apology.
4: And to show that we'll never leave you out of anything ever again...
3: We want to take you out to dinner and buy you all the pasta you can eat. Oh, you are forgiven!
1: And that was our Fast Flash segment, but are you really sorry? This show is brought to you by Pyrectime, Australia's most trusted brand, turning weird-shaped butts into less weird-shaped butts since 1954. Available at all good retailers.
2: Call me the pasta master because I'm going to blast that
3: pasta.
4: Sounds like he's going to eat a lot. I bet it'll be expensive.
3: (sighs) But we don't have to take you out for dinner, right? That was just for the show. I'm free Friday.
2: Okay. And now let's go back to our audience. You've just seen some of the things that make an apology go well. Now we have a question for you. It's your chance to pause the show and have a ponder and then hit play when you're ready to go again. And here we go. Have you ever received an apology that felt fake or insincere? What did they do to make you feel like they didn't mean their apology?
3: Hit pause now.
2: It's now time to talk to our second guest,
3: Carl Smith. I'm still just so excited to be on the show. Carl, tell us about your quest for forgiveness. I was at my friend Sunil's place and I made myself a hot chocolate. You know, nothing fancy, just a big mug full of syrup and milk and marshmallows and ice cream and chocolate shavings and whipped cream and cheese sauce and corn chips and guacamole and salsa and beef mince. What? That's a normal hot chocolate. Anyway, I was walking into the lounge room carrying my drink when I tripped and spilt the whole thing over his family's really nice, really valuable white rug. It turns out the white rug was an heirloom that had been in Sunil's family for generations. It was actually made by his great-great-grandmother. Legend has it that she lost her eyesight as she finished the final stitch, which is actually kind of lucky because she'd hate to see the rug now. It looks like a cow had diarrhoea all over it. And you know what makes it even worse? He had specifically asked me to be really careful around the rug and to not bring any food or drink near it. I know, it's terrible! I mean, I offered to get the rug cleaned, but... It was impossible. It was ruined forever.
1: Rug permanently destroyed.
3: I feel terrible. And the thing is, Sunil told me he'd forgiven me and it didn't matter. But he keeps bringing it up. He mentions it every time I'm at his place and I think he's still mad at me.
1: Sunil not actually over it.
3: I don't know what to do to make it right. Forgiveness? Who knows?
2: Let's throw it over to those brains we love to trust. That's right, it's our brains trust. What do they think about Carl, Sunil and the diarrhoea rug?
6: Well, Carl could, like, maybe ask him what type of rug he's into, maybe even buy him a new rug, um, to say sorry and yeah it was an accident and that's a very sweet drink and I can imagine it getting very sticky and staining the rug but maybe just getting him a new rug and apologising again, maybe that would make it better. The
0: friend probably shouldn't keep bringing it up because if Carl doesn't feel that good about it and he feels really bad, they might keep bringing it up to like make him feel
5: bad. I reckon he should Keep, every time he brings it up, say so I'm very sorry, like sincerely apologise. But then, if it keeps on happening 10, 15 times, then I reckon I, I'd say, hey, can you please stop? It's not making me feel wonderful. It's just bringing it up again, and again. If Carl was,
6: like, uncoordinated and, like, he sort of knew he wouldn't listen, maybe you should have, like, done something to make sure he didn't walk over the rug, like, maybe keep an eye on him, make sure he doesn't walk over it, move the rug away.
0: I do think it's fair that he was mad at him and all that, and I do think that it was Carl's fault for walking over the rug when he was told not to but then again we can have lapses in judgment and like mild things like that but I don't think he should have held a grudge and I think that either forgive him or don't don't forgive him and then passive-aggressively bring it up a lot um, and also I just want to say the friend in this sounds slightly passive-aggressive for forgiving it and then bringing it up multiple times.
2: And now the moment you've all been waiting for. My take on Carl's apology.
1: Nobody was waiting for it.
2: Carl, I want you to write this down and remember it forever. Sorry is not a magic spell. Sometimes we use the word sorry as if just by saying it, everything should be fixed. If someone stays mad after we've apologised, we might say something like, I already said sorry, as if they're not allowed to be mad anymore.
3: But what else can I do? It's not like I can magically fix this one-of-a-kind rug. I can't go back in time. Exactly. You can't.
2: And that's probably a hard thing for Sunil to accept.
3: He probably won't be able to get over it very easily. So there's nothing I can do to earn his forgiveness? I just have to sit here in the diarrhoea mess I've made? Maybe.
2: But maybe we shouldn't always think about forgiveness as something that has to be earned. Sometimes forgiveness is more like a gift, something we can't ever demand, but which is always nice to receive, and kind of disappointing not to get. But this is up to Sunil as well. What kind of a person does he want to be? Does he want to be a forgiving sort of person, or not? And now, lovely, lovely audience, it's time to check in with you again for our final thinking question. Can you stay friends with someone when there are things you can't quite forgive them for?
3: Hit pause now.
2: So, Molly and Carl... You've both come to me today with issues of forgiveness that need resolving. And now it's time, Molly and Carl, to forgive or forget. Uh,
4: Can I go first? I am going to forgive Tien. But I'm going to reshape our friendship a bit. Instead of making plans with her, I'll just duck over to her house unannounced sometimes Or even just give her a call out of the blue. Maybe by being more spontaneous, we'll be able to feel more at ease. Plus, she'll have no way of cancelling on me anymore.
1: More spontaneous. She can't cancel.
2: Planning not to make plans. Insightful. Thank you. And Carl, what about you? What are you going to do about your friendship with Sunil?
3: Well, I think I could do more to show him how sorry I am. I'm thinking about buying him a new rug, too. I know it obviously won't replace the old one, but maybe I'll be able to show him what he means to me as a friend. But the first thing I'm going to do is talk to him about what happened and try to find out what he needs.
1: Throw money at the problem.
3: Listen some more. A gesture of friendship. Wow.
2: Just wow. And that brings us to the end of another episode of Forgive or Forget. Did we win money? That's not how this show works. What? Thank you so much to our amazing Brains Trust from Lynham Primary School, Neve, Ashwin, Alice, Ava and Sammy.
4: And of course, the man behind the mic, our announcer, Jonathan Webb. Also, shout-out to creator and supervising producer Kyla Slavin and executive producer Justine Kelly.
2: Okay, the guests don't usually do thank yous and credits at the end of my show, but, I mean, why not? Thanks for tuning in, everyone.
1: On the next episode of Forgive or Forget, Matt gives some forgiveness therapy.
2: And, Lord Blobfish, over to you. Why are you hurting? Speak your feelings
1: told me I was
3: ugly. I can't possibly forgive that. I'm the emperor of the fish world.
1: So mean, so mean.
2: And Tony Ravioli, what do you have to say for yourself?
4: Hey, I'm sorry for
1: telling it like it is, baby.
2: Now, Tony, that's not a proper apology.
1: Do you even care about our friendship at all?
0: This has been an ABC podcast. Check out the ABC Kids Listen app. It's full of educational and entertaining audio programs.
3: Do you have any idea who Tony Ravioli and Lord Blobfisher are?
4: Well, they're from two previous Short and Curly episodes. Can you figure out which ones?
3: And, by the way, in the Short and Curly universe... We've decided their friendship began when Tony Ravioli fell into a sewer and came face to face with a sentient fish with ambitions of taking over the world.
4: Simple characters with no backstory? (laughs) Never heard of them on Short and Curly.
3: And if you have no idea what we're talking about, just go back and have a listen to some of our other episodes.